Greetings, everyone. It's your boy B Hunt, aka Silent Prophet, if you ask a Wu Tang name generator. With my co host, Mr. This is Jeremy, aka Big Country. Uh-huh. And also the returning unofficial. It should, we, we should just throw you in there at this point because you're here all the time. I respect it. Um, Damien, uh, follow me on Instagram, bgrape214. Yeah, that's a good nice point. If you want to follow me on Arcotics, that's A R T C O. T-I-X? Dang, bro. It took you that long to spell it. I'm not, I'm not conceited. I don't think about myself all the time. I it's okay. Kids. It's okay. If you even do <laughs> want to follow me, it's real being regal. You can find me anywhere. Mm-hmm. You should follow him. He got cute kids. All right. We're going to jump into some topics. Everybody's ready. All right. So for the first topic, we're going to ask the question. Can you look too much and when i say look you see a nice round backside and you look just a little too long you see a pretty face you look just a little too long how long is too long with the glances well for me i look at it when it starts coming becoming disrespectful if i see something nice i'm going to look if you see anything nice if you see a beautiful diamond if you see a beautiful house you're going to look enjoy it but now when you start staring and ogling and get to that point where it starts getting kind of creepy yeah you should stop doing that at that point in time i'm I'm more of the you know ain't nothing wrong with a glance you know if this if it's come on abnormalities happen all the time if it's too much cheekish because i'm all about the butt cheeks if it's too much booty, booty man. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be like, listen, babe. I get you. It's gotten to the point where Ronnie Beard just point out if it's because you know you don't want to be in that awkward space. It's like, yeah. did you see that? I did. I, did. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that just let me the ain't no issues because you know I don't. I'm not gonna go holler. I don't want it. But I guess I say, look, look at it like this though. If you are sprint. If you are friends with your spouse or your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, and y'all can't point out things that y'all like about somebody else, like, let's not tell this lie and say, oh, once I got with you, you're the only person I ever found attractive about. Uh Uh-oh. No, that's a lie. That's something that Mm -hmm. insecure people feel. Because if you were fine, you dated somebody before me, I dated somebody before you. Okay, you're fine. You're with me. We're together. We can do this together. So that's great. But if you want to sit here and tell me, oh, I'm the only person that should ever be in your vision, um, that's going to be very hard, especially if you go to that stove. Yeah, it, it's all it's all about how uh, your relationship works to me. Uh, you know, any woman I've been with in the past, say, year when I was on a transformation journey, They've always given me enough compliments to be sufficient enough to not be bothered by looking at something else. To me, I take it as like if you if you out and you see something you like, whether it be male or female, you know, either one of y'all, I mean, I, I take that. You know what I mean? I want my woman to stay. Mm-hmm. You can stare all you want to. I mean you get back home, it's on. It's not all about respect. You. Why you? Why you watching? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's it, it's all about. And some some women, uh, I believe in the earlier podcast, the two ladies that was here, she was like, mm-hmm. go out and flirt, do it all you want to. We both go out and flirt, and then 
we go back to to the house and go do what we got to do. I agree with that sentiment, yeah. you know, because we all have fantasies and everything. Whenever you embrace that and not act like it's not there, I think you you have a smoother it relationship because you feel like you can't, you feel like you have no reason to hide nothing from your partner because you don't think she gonna get mad or anything right. like that, babe. You saw that fat ass now. Come yeah. on. Let's get that. But, but that's one of the issues in American it. society because we look at so many things as taboo. Like, oh, we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. And then that's against our actual human nature. If you see something you like, you're going to uh, enjoy it. You're going to look at it. Like, women go to strip clubs. Men go to strip clubs. Don't mean that it's too far. It's just the fact that, man, you like looking at certain things. I know some women that say they go to strip club, men they get turned on. You know what? I'm going home and I'm going to screw the hell out of my man tonight. So you bring up an interesting topic. So if there if there is a such thing as looking too much, right? With media constantly pushing the narrative of sex, because if you go to, I'll take a show for example, Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. You talking about a high school, but everybody in that high school was banging. Like I'm talking and about, everybody had their shirt off. Everybody show. had their shirt off. Everybody walking around in bras and panties, and you know, it's, it's like, okay, you supposed to be portraying this like 16, 17 year old person, and I'm like, <laughs> not you got. If, if we're gonna be true, hormones are raging, man. It's when true. you're sixteen. Man, that's all you literally thinking about. It's like, man, I got a test today, but you know what? She got them pants on. Mm. She got them gauchos on. Over here. Uh, <laughs> hey, gauchos was the juice back in the day. Amazing. Like, moment. I wish they'd bring them back. They should. But they got a different version of them. I don't know what they call. They're not called that gauchos. Mm. But the gauchos, it was something about them. It's about, man. But I, <laughs> I just look at it as if we're going to just be honest, be with a person that understands you. They should know your likes, dislikes. Mm-hmm. If you know I like looking at butt cheeks, I like breasts. Man, back in the day, I was kind of weird with mine because any, anybody that know me, even my wife till this day, she lo- knows I love breasts. Back in the day, I was a little weird with it, but uh, some people liked it, some people didn't. Because I was like, big areolas or little areolas? I don't want to have sex with you. I just want to see what they look like. Because see, I and am a I would be like, this shit's breath. just me. Okay? Don't get me wrong, because I love, I am a breast connoisseur. I can, I know every type of breast there is. I love looking really? at them. Because there's even, only one type of breast. No, <laughs> no, so that's, breast? no, no. Not true. That is not true. <laughs> okay, you got light areolas, little areolas. You got the um pizza, uh, look like a saucer areola. Just because you, you comparing nah, them to different you, food items. Mm-hmm. You got small okay. breasts. You, uh, you got the saggy, droopy breasts. different types of asses, sir? Smith's ass olive. Listen, the, listen, listen. The best ass olive I've ever met in my life. Butt cheeks are <laughs> different than breasts. I'm sorry. It's the same. No. It's different. No. Some about... It's, it's the same size choice. It's a ratio. Like, because you got to take who I hit breast twerk. Nobody really has a second wet t-shirt contest. Wet t-shirt contest. Right. <laughs> I respect. It's been around for a shit. long time. <laughs> That's I, I gotta respect it. Or you did come hot to the two thousands. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> so, Only place true. you saw twerking before two thousand 
was at the strip club. Now you see it everywhere. That's why I saw it at parties. Before 2000? I mean, I was 10, I guess we didn't see it because you was on it. Because, you know, you just own it, grinding on the booty. But in essence, if you snow, nah, we're, talk, we're, uh, we're talking about the real twerking where they. Yeah, because you got to have its cheeks separate. That's what they don't understand. It's, not it's a separation. Doing this. It's stuff. a certain amount that you have to have to, in order for me to call it twerking. Otherwise, you're just shaking your booty. You, in order yeah. to just call it twerking, it has to be a separation. It's like a war between. But anyways, well, I, he, he's going a little too far. So let's get back to So would you be upset if your wife looked at another man? No. You can look at another dude. It's real. Like, I'm being realistic. The thing about it is what I feel like what hinders a lot of relationships is people's inability to accept the person they with. True. You trying to mold them into something that they just not. Don't get me wrong. It's things that I have changed for Ronnie. Yeah. But that core thing, the that's reason me. you here is because you had butt cheeks. Like, that's just like you made it through because others didn't have the one that you had. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Real, like, in all honesty, it's, it's what happened. Okay? It's got to... I'm not going to go into it. So, Mr. Man. Single Man, how do you, would you feel if your woman at this point in time felt that way? Um, like I said, it wouldn't bother me one bit. I'm just, I, I do too much to, uh, for self-improvement. I have enough confidence in myself to not be bothered by it. Plus, it's not like it's a lack of, it wouldn't be, a, like, if we have a, a consistent, base of knowing that we're attracted to each other and in just other ways than looks because i know for me any woman that wants to get with me or get my time it's not they're not just there just because of how i look so them looking at one element of a man won't bother me it's right. it's uh if it's a conversation or going out to dinner with this dude okay now yeah now you're going a little too now far you because you're trying to fix this <laughs> goes back to the pennies bro you a dime and she she looking at the one penny of the dude. It's okay, deep day. It's a lot of first of all, you know how many pennies you walk by? You make it you made up a rule. If the penny is on heads, you pick it up because it's good luck. You know how many pennies sitting on the ground that's on tails? All these other dudes that you looking at are just pennies flipped over to tails. Okay, that's all that is. Man, I look at it straight up like this. It is very insecure for any man or woman to trip about someone just because of looking. Like that, that's just that's just my feeling because of insecurity. Some people have that insecurity in them. I don't care if my wife looks at someone else. That's not gonna hurt my feelings. Hell, I don't care if people look at my wife. Like I said, if nobody think your wife look good, she's ugly. If you are the only person that thinks your spouse looks good, they're ugly. No questions asked. My thing is, it's always an issue when you sit back and you'll give me flack for looking at another woman. But yet, if I turn on, or if I hit the strip club, there's no issues. I'm like, it's beautiful women literally butt naked. 
dancing in front of me and and they the whole point of being in the strip club is to give my money to these women or in reality once you get married give our money to this woman for dancing mm -hmm. naked in front of me you won't see no issue with that but if i'm walking down the street and i get a free look <laughs> what what you it's always tied to something though and it's not just that <laughs> simple like if if I'm staring at a woman, like I ain't staring at my wife or, or a woman for that day, that's a problem. Yeah, she's going to have issues. Yeah, you can't just be, oh, I'm going to stare at this chick and you ain't staring at your woman like that or complimenting her but all day. Is that, but is that, is that telling us that they game or thing? No, that's your woman. All phases of her you should mm -hmm. be attracted to. Now, that's that's true. Hold, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's be really honest here. We're going to be real because there are some times when your woman is not looking as great as she normally looks. And what I mean by that is like, there are times where, oh man, she just ain't feeling it today. She don't want to do nothing. Now, if she go out with her friends, I guarantee she's going to be dolled up. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm gonna I want to hear this baby so I can slap this baby. No, it, it's the truth. Like, okay, <laughs> then, oh, so you saying that, you know, your woman on her bad days, are not worth looking at, then why the fuck you with them? Because there's that's a lot of women I mean. that are mm -hmm. out there who look good, that you think look good. See, that ain't but there. that's what but you... The, but this is the thing, though. If this is my woman, mm -hmm. I have to see her in all phases. And she yes. stood out amongst these other women. Not saying that there aren't other women who don't look as good as her or better if she's at her best, worst, in between, whatever. whatever. But for, for this specific woman that I'm with, it's different. Just like your kid, if they hair messed up, people might look at your child and say, oh my God, the head is all fucked up. But you look at them like, she got my eyes. Look at that. Look at them lips. So it's so uh, What I'm saying here is, if I turn on the television and Nia Long is on the television, and I look at Nia Long too long, Nia Long is on television so you know she made up, she... she she, exactly. She's looking presentable. Not saying that you cannot look presentable. You can't. The issue is, if you spent two, three weeks sitting up in here and you ain't cared about your appearance, and then you want me to accompli you want me to compliment you on your appearance because oh we in a relationship. No, that's not how it works. I'm gonna speak about it. You gonna have to. You gonna have to. The same way you get dressed up, if you can get dressed up and get to come the code of conduct, because you can't go to work looking a certain way. Mm -hmm. If you can get dressed up for your boss, you better get dressed up for me. I agree yes. with that. Do you know that's what I'm saying? Is there's a difference because look at any woman that goes to the club, she's gonna be on point. She's Period. gonna make sure she gonna they'll get It'd take them two hours to get dressed for the club mm -hmm. because they want to make sure they on point. Look good. Now, on a regular day, oh, she came home from work or she got those days off and everything. She throw on some sweatpants and a messed up t-shirt. She just woke up. She may not want to get dressed up. That's not the day I'm going to be like, man, my baby's just Damn. super fine. Damn. Don't get me wrong. I know my woman is fine. Like, I tell my woman she's beautiful all the time. But there are some days where I'm like, you don't want to do something? Same thing. It, it's some days where I'm just walking around, ain't got mm -hmm. no haircut. I know how, I know 
the difference in how you treat me when I look good and when I'm just here. Yeah, because you know mine definitely bro, charged bro, me bro. up about <laughs> it. Yeah, I got this again, man, but that's why like I said, like I said last week, man, the connection thing is a big deal. Uh, I've dated women who liked me better when I looked strong. Man, I'm gonna tell you like this. No, no, I ain't got no issue with it. But that's the thing. See, you got it in reverse. She like, why did you get your hair cut? You know, that wasn't it. Okay, I look. She thought I looked good no matter what. That's just what it was, and I thought the same for her. I'm just serious. Like, we had her hair all wrapped up. I was like, damn, like. Shit, look at you looking all sexy and fucked up. <laughs> now, okay, okay, I'm gonna say it like this. I guess I'll say it like this though. Maybe <laughs> it's because you know it. Like I've been with the last, uh, same woman for the last ten years, uh, around ten years, mm-hmm. close to ten years. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've been where I want our women. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, it's not knocking nothing against you or anything like that. But it's like, yeah, in the beginning, it was like, oh, man, my woman fine. Oh, she's just fine. Oh, she ain't got to put on no makeup. She fine. Oh, she ain't got to do this. She's still fine. But then after so long, it's like, okay, I seen that. But I like it when she's doing this. I like these things. Doesn't mean I don't like any of the other things or I don't love her any less. It's just the fact that matter is like, I know how fine my woman can be. And when I, it like, it's like, you know your woman can be a 10 right now. You're like, ah, hey, you're like, man, hey, I'll take these headphones off. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Now, if my woman over here in some sweatpants and all this stuff just lounging around, it's like, eh, she could wait. We could wait till afterwards. I said, get at it. Don't get me wrong. It's the, the sweatpants and the t shirt is normal state. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would you go out and rent a luxury car if you already got a car? Because your natural state is driving whatever you drive. For me, at this one point, it was a Sebring. But if you catch me and you're like, I'm going to go out of town and I'm going to get a rental car, I'll, bruh, I want, I want that one that go vroom vroom. I want the one with, I need the red paint on. Why? Because it stands out. Sometimes your woman, Gotta stand out. Just Red, like, uh, just but you, like she always like, stands out, but I need you to okay, get to that point where there's a nigga finna look at you. I was, you. Said, I was with a woman for seven years. Mm-hmm. We had a child together. She mm-hmm. lived in the same house. So for me, yes, when she dressed up, it was like, you know, she looked good. And it did, it did stand out. But at the same time, it was just more that, that contributed to how she looked to me. Mm-hmm. How she was a mom, how she cooked, how she treated me, all that stuff. It, it mm-hmm. it's what that I looked at her yeah. as a whole. Now, I get what y'all saying mm-hmm. about the the dressing up at certain times or whatever, but this is the thing though. For me, what I started doing was I started dressing up. I started going to the gym. I started making sure I smelled good, so on and so forth. Who are you smelling good for? Like it's it's just like okay, and then next thing you know. Where are you going? Well, I was just going to go to the store. She got dressed <laughs> and she went to the store. And then she started reciprocating what I was putting out there. You know what I mean? But it, it all, it, it, it's all different ways to look at it. But for me, I get it. But if my woman's not, is going two, three weeks without, it's a problem now. 
It's a part of it. Yeah. All right. With that said, appreciate that. We're going to jump into the next topic. So, better for the next. And when I say better for the next, it's you end up breaking up with somebody and then they instantly become better or perceived better for the next person. The stuff that they wouldn't do with you, they do them for them. All right. So, and that's, I want to take it on the both on the two way street. Things that when you left somebody and you went to your next, you did better, and, and vice versa, she left and she did something better for it. Mm. Okay. Well, I guess for me, I would say I know there's a lot of women that dislike me at this point in time because of the fact that matter, I've never been in a relationship where I wasn't above the standards that they were looking for. So it may have been something that I was missing because at one point in time, I didn't have a car. So my next relationship, I got a car. She was like, oh, you got a car? I was like, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I have to evolve. I have to keep moving forward. You just weren't staying around long enough to see me move forward. It's not that, oh, I didn't want to move forward because of you. It's just because at that point in time, I wasn't able to move forward. So you can't get the perks that the next person got. Just like I know, like I've always been working. I've always been a hard worker, go-getter. Now, my thing is, yes, over time, I've gotten better and better jobs. Like right now, I'm making, I'm making good money. So it's like my wife is here. She's going to reap the benefits of those. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, you know, you got them little cheap jobs. It's like, hey. I got to do what I got to do. Well, how come you couldn't have that with me? Well, you didn't stick around long enough. My thing is, I view every relationship like, okay, this is working, this is working, this is working, this is not. And since that's not working, I already got the other ones checked off. So I'm going to double down on trying to make that right. And then at a certain point, you get to a point where I got all my shit together. And it's, Every relationship prior to my wife assisted me in becoming who I am. True. It was a woman who treated me bad, who now, okay, now I'm a, I'm a lot I'm harder. I've learned in life that it's women, women don't want a soft dude, period. So the reason I act the way, I'm to the point, this, that, the third, a lot to do with my father, but that little polishing on it to make it where, okay, instead of Jumping down your throat on the first instant and the second one. So you understood what I was saying, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, it's like I'm, now you say something I don't agree with. It, I'm gonna let you know off the rip. I don't agree with it. Your job at this point is to change my mind. Yes, but that's because <clears throat> the relationship prior to that, I might have let it slide, and I'm like, I let that slide one time, and it hurt me. So no, I'm gonna voice my opinion every time. This is what, no, no, I don't like that, period. Mm-hmm. You can try to change my mind, but if it if it fails horribly, I'm going to let you know, this is what we're going to do, and this is why. And you ain't going to get, you know, it's just every relationship prior to my wife assisting me in becoming the dude I am now. Yeah. And the reason that she couldn't reap them benefits is because you was the teacher. I don't go to the math professor and be like, oh, why don't you fucking know geometry? Like, no, what? Vice versa. If the teacher don't come to me and be like, why don't you know geometry? They teach me geometry. 
So when I go to calculus, it's like, well, fuck it, I know geometry. The geometry don't be like, well, you didn't know geometry with me. Motherfucker, because you talk to shit. Yeah. <laughs> I know it now. <laughs> you showed me how. You, show, you put me in a better position. So now when I get to, I don't want to say that she's a more advanced woman, but in my opinion, I chose her for a reason. She's a more advanced woman. I had to check these boxes to get this type of woman. It's going to be another dude coming behind me who hopefully for whoever that woman is, if somebody else, then polish that dude up so now that you can take her. I was trash for you. I'm a treasure to her. And it might also be because the way that she treats me versus how you treat me. Sometimes you're not the person to teach that lesson properly because you just ain't got them skills. You ain't got that skill set. You might have said it. You might have yelled at me too much and tried to drill it in. But it's not yelling at somebody sometimes. It's, hey, this is what I need you to do. See, but with all that being said, it like I know there's a lot of men and a lot of women that say, "Oh, a nice people finish last, the nice guy finishes last, and a nice woman finishes last." But one of the things that I started thinking about, and I heard this somewhere, maybe it was not that they were nice; it was maybe they weren't your type. Yeah, like because a lot of people, uh, no, I see oh, you your head. Feel free. Speak your mind. Speak your mind. See, I I bet it. You know, in in this essence, you know, I seen that the same type of question. It was a a lady saying that, you know, don't feel bad if a man moves to the next woman and do a lot of things for that person that they wouldn't do for you. It does hurt your ego. It does, you know, make you feel a type of way when you know you did everything right. And my thing to that is. You know, when you're being too nice and then you want these women who do everything for a man, and what value does you doing everything for a man, uh, what is the value on what you do everything for a man comes when you do it for every man that you're with? It took no type of special mm. special uh, requirement for this guy. Like, what do your husband get that you didn't give the rest of these guys? So mm. a lot of women got to understand that just because you do everything doesn't mean that your your value is that. See, a woman could be cooking every day. And I could be a guy that likes to eat out all the fucking time. But you're not getting to know me to, to understand what I like. You just you got this checklist, on. this automatic pilot that you got mm-hmm. going on, and you think it's right. You know, I'm going to go to sexual. Uh, women give head good, and they, they've done it good for all these dudes that they've been with. So they think that all the dudes that they've been with, they can give this man the same type of head. And even if he do like it, they think that's good enough to keep doing for the rest of their fucking life. But there are several different sex teachers. There's several different oral sex teachers. Mm -hmm. Just because you're good at one way, I mean, you can't be good at another one, another one. Don't ever stop improving. The person that you become, the person that you get with, that person has to, especially your husband or wife, they have to get something. They have to get something that nobody else got. And nobody thinks that way, and that's the problem. And the thing with, with the nice guy comment, it's not when you're nice, you're putting yourself behind. Right. You're putting other people's values before yours mm-hmm. because you're trying to be courteous. But whenever you get to a point in your life where you're putting a, a standpoint of what's best for you and your partner, you will be the best part of yourself. Because right. if you're being nice, you're not ben- it's not benefiting you by doing that. Mm. You know, I used to do that my damn self, and it's, it's not going to get you nowhere. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, what it boils down to, man, is we all improve. Like, my, my last relationship, 
I, I wasn't the man I was with her that I am now. But that's because she didn't allow me to be the man. But so what you're saying is she didn't appreciate the growth. At it's all. like <laughs> she she puts you, she makes a mistake. She said, you here. And you tried to show her, I can be this. And I'm trying to be this. But she's like, no. This is where I see you as here. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you could be. If you try to be that, I feel like we're going to have a lot of uh, negative effects to that. So I don't think you should try. So to yeah, be don't that change. Yeah, don't be. But that. I don't like who you are. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this person. <laughs> I'm going to be minimal. Like since, since you're this person, this is how much I'm going to give you. I know you want to be this, and I'm going to have to give you this if you're that. But no, I, I just keep it right here. Mm-hmm. And everybody grows. Comes. Everybody grows. You know what I'm saying. Everybody grows, but it, it's sometimes where people do get the short end of the stick. You treat your person the best way you can, try to help them improve or whatever. But sometimes it's not good enough. But then, but one thing that uh, I feel that a lot of people miss, like certain things are what you're supposed to do when you're in a relationship. It is not a privilege. Like okay, for example. If you tell me, as a man, there are certain things I'm supposed to do with my woman. I'm supposed to pro- uh, help provide. I'm supposed to protect. I'm supposed to uh, um, be able to pay for things. I'm not supposed to be lazy. Those are things that are requirements as me as a man. Now, as a woman, there are certain things that should be required. Not, oh, well, I do this. Like, Oh, I was faithful. You're supposed to be faithful in a relationship. You can't no. use that as a, oh, faithful, so that's a good thing. Yes, it's a great thing, but that's what you're supposed to be in a relationship. Oh, I cook. Well, hell, one of us got to cook. If we're cooking for each other, okay. Now, if I don't cook and you're a great cook, cool, that's great. But that's what you bring to this relationship. That mm-hmm. is a requirement for certain things. Like, if we go back and forth between each other, there are certain things that I have to do. Like, mm-hmm. if your car uh, if your car uh, need gas and stuff, for me, my wife knows she doesn't pump gas with me. That is my job as her husband. Bottom line, that's not a oh, special thing I do for her. No, that's what, that's my woman. So, my question would be for you is, if your woman followed the new independent women type thing and said, no, I don't need a man to pump gas with me. And she would not let you pump the gas. Would that be an issue with you? Well, truthfully, I would ask her what is it she's truly looking for? Because the things that I can bring to her table, oh, you don't want none of the things that I'm offering that I can bring to your life. It's like, okay, what do you want? Because if you just want friends, then... That's what a friend is. It's like, okay, cool. Or if you just want some dick on the side, okay, that's what it is. But all these things I'm offering you, you don't want none of these things, then why are we even doing this? Like, if that's like if I have all these great things to offer you. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm offering you right here. This is my contract that's right okay. here. And she uh, offers me her contract. We look at each other's contract. Oh, you don't want nothing on mine? Why do you want me then? Oh, you you want two things from me? Okay, you get those two things, but we don't need to sign no contracts then. It's like, you get those two things, but if 
Like, if we put on this ring, it's like, hey, you know what? These are all the things I said I would do. These are all the things you said you would do. But my thing is, all right, you're saying this is your package. This is her package. Y'all meshing together. She decides she don't want those. I, I equate that to cable. Yeah. I put up a thousand channels on cable. In reality, I'm only going to watch six. But I, bought, I, I purchased this amazing package with a thousand channels. Right, so what's wrong with me just needing six of a thousand? Now I would say, depending on what six you need, if all uh, like if the only thing you're gonna tell me you want a commitment, mm-hmm. you want sex. Mm-hmm. What else do you want? Well, like, yeah, you could get that on basic television. Yeah, you can get that on regular TV. You can get that from any nigga. So what else do you want? Like, but if I say... Is her wanting it from you not enough? Like, I just... Yeah, I can get that from basic TV, but I want that from you. But see, I guess I look at it, if all you want is those two things or those six channels, okay, well, I mean, all these other channels are still being utilized somewhere. You're just not watching them. Yeah. So if I go out and do other things because you don't want to do that, that's like I love scary movies. My wife don't like scary movies. So now I'm trying to figure out, man, hell, you know, I'm gonna how am I going to watch these scary movies with my wife? Oh, she don't want to watch these scary movies. So thank God we got kids, so we'll watch scary movies together. Oh my gosh, that's, that's, that's the thing I think we're missing with. Like when it comes to requirements that you were talking about, I think it's a kind of a gray area with that because like. I think the problem is a lot of people get caught up in routines. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I might can cook every day, but a few days you don't want to cook. True. And that's mm-hmm. going to reciprocate a negative energy, and that negative energy going to keep building and building and building, and one day end up bursting. I don't want to, women sometimes don't want to have sex. I don't think they should if they don't want to, because if you give a man sex and you don't want to, you're going to feel that. It's not going to be enjoyable as it would be if y'all both wanted to, correct? Correct. You Correct. know what I mean? So I just think that is with everything. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Now, a lot of women get into these routines, you know what I'm saying? And, but and that's I, what messes up relationships. But right? I, I will routine. say, just because you don't want to do something, at some point in time, it's not always about what you want. It's about what we want. Because like, if I'm in a relationship with you, I can't tell you, oh, well, I don't want to give you love. You gonna look at me like, oh, what? That's, that's a requirement. Yeah, it, you have to love me, right? At some point. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not stating that any woman has to sleep with their man. But if you keep saying no, he's going somewhere else for it. Yeah, any I'm, man. There yeah. is no man that's gonna uh, uh, can hold out that long and say, oh, well, it's okay. But that ties into y'all relationship. I'm just saying, like, I could be looking at my woman cooking and I can notice that she's not really too much into it, so I'll take over. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think any time that you have a connection with somebody or you, you've been with a person, you know them well, you should be able to pay attention to little things that you see that they're not really, what, what's wrong with you, all right? You know what I mean? You know, you see them a little off, yeah. you know? And I, that's what I'm speaking to. It's just mm. people just, just continuously do well. I, I, I mean, I, I would love for a woman to do something for me, but if she don't particularly want to at that point in time, I mean, I have no problem with 
you know, a few times. I'm not saying it's a, a, a becoming a regular thing, but just a few times yeah. here and there. I mean, you know how I mean, to do it today. Yeah. I, I take how it. How I, I see it is, all right, recently, my wife decided that she needed something fixed on her car. It happens. Cars break down. True. That issue been going on for the since the summer going on in, and I was like, it was one particular day where it was rather warm. I was like, let's take this car away to my parents' house. You can't work on cars out here in the apartment complex. And then I can fix that issue. But I had other things to do. Well, not, not me, but she was like, I got other things to do. I was like, okay, cool. But that's the ideal day. It got over here a couple of days ago. It was really cold. Mm-hmm. And she came up, hey, I need this fixed today. I'm like, it's cold outside. <laughs> we had a warm day. We had sunlight. We had everything that I would, the ideal circumstances for me to do that for you. You passed up on it. And now you want it when it's cold. Mm. What? So I said all that to say, because it all comes down to this point. I didn't want to get under the car, but for her, I'm going to get under the car. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes people are always talking about, well, you don't, just because you don't do it because you don't want to, and I'll, that's fine. I'm not, like you said, it's not an everyday requirement that I'm going to tell you to bust it open. That ain't, that's not just how it works. You know, unless I was that type of guy, then you signed up for this. Yeah. But if you ain't feeling it, cool. But it's certain points where you know that breaking point for your man. If you don't know that breaking point for your man, that's an issue. You need to work mm-hmm. on that. It's a breaking point for your know. man. Everybody should know that. You sit back and you can tell him no so many times, but then we just had the conversation by looking. You kept telling him no, then you notice he gets to looking a little longer. <laughs> you kept telling him no, then you notice he's been gone most of these nights. You kept telling him no, then you notice he came back with a package. And I'm not talking about, you know, <laughs> he came back with a whole new baby on you. And you got it's certain points where you gotta be like, okay, I know this not what I I don't I don't want to do this, but because our relationship it should be paramount to the individual. That's what people forget. Everybody wants that independent thing. Mm-hmm. The relationship is the is the paramount. This is what we want to show the world. They already know me. You know I'm going to get out. If, if my car break down, her car break down, I'm going to get out here and do it. I would prefer to do it on the warm days. True. But my relationship is, if you need me and you call me, same with you. If you need me and you call me, I'm coming. That's Amen. the that's the premium B-Hunt package. There's a lot of people got premium B-Hunt package and don't even know they got it. They never asked for it. But it's because I saw something in there and I'm like, I want that person around. Period. There's some people who got the basic B-Hunt package and think they got the premium B-Hunt package and they figure this shit out when they call me. <laughs> but it's a, it's a special package. It's a special that's been reserved for specifically Ronnie to where, Brian, I'm going to call you. It's Texas, but it feels like Alaska. Mm-hmm. And I need that fixed. And so you run do. I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna complain because you know when I told you. <laughs> but that car gonna get fixed today. 
Period. I don't care what I got to do. You requested it. That's the service package for you. And the, and the uniform part, and, and the way that that all ties together is she sees that. Yeah. She knows that you were in hardship condition. You did that for her. Yeah. So now in turn, she will return the favor. Right. And that's because yeah. we put in that re- you put in that relationship paramount. Yeah. Some days she get in there. I don't necessarily. I, I might feel bloated. I might feel this mm-hmm. and that. But he want me to bust it open today. I'm going to go put this on, go get this started, go make that happen, because that's what he want. That's the cold day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of hot days. <laughs> it's a lot of hot days. you like, ideally, I just want to do it today. And I'm like, yeah, we going to do it today. But it's that cold day when I'm like, baby, mm-hmm. I, I need every, it today. Every relationship goes through that, but it's understanding Hey, this is my spouse. This is my girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, wife, husband. Hey, you know, for them, I'll do this. For anybody else, nah, nah, nah. When I feel like I'll do it, but for my spouse, you know what? <sighs> like, I got, like I got two kids. Mm-hmm. I, I love my kids to death. My, my kids are super rowdy. Uh-huh. There are times when I come in. Uh-huh. After you make this point, we're going to go into the next Yeah, topic. I got you. So, there are times when I come in from work and I'm tired. But then I'll get my kids because I know my wife is tired. Because that's what I'm willing to do for her. Like, hey, baby, you know, go and go to sleep. I'll, I'll watch the kids, give them their bath, put them in the bed at night. Because that's my sacrifice for her. Now, if mm-hmm. I hit her up and be like, hey, baby, um, it's about that time, I don't want you to be like, well, I don't really just want to. It's like, hey, you know, we sacrifice for each other because that's what you do in relationship. Mm-hmm. Relationship paramount. On to the next topic. Of, okay, dialogue. Why is it so hard to give black fathers credit? We see it in the schools. We see it on the television. Because, you know, Carl Winslow was, until he had to be firm, majority of the time they treated him as a joke. Mm-hmm. A lot of the media outlets right now, if you're a black father on television, you're comedy relief. And I don't like that. But that's just a personal thing. Then you get out here in the society and it's commonplace for women to put black men down. Black men who are fathers. I mean, black men too, but in particular, fathers down well i guess for me one of the things i have that's a big issue is i understand if your father uh, your child's father is not in that life we ain't talking about him but just because you got one that ain't doing his job doesn't mean all black fathers are not doing their job there are fathers out here that really love their children, that will go war for their children, mm-hmm. that will die for their children, and that are actually in their child's life. But a lot of people are have this idea, and it's it's a lot of women that I just don't understand. Like, is every dude you like every father you've seen bad? Mm-hmm. Why can't you uh, support the fathers that are doing something? And even if it's not the actual biological father, if that man is a mentor to your son, if that man is an uncle, a grandfather, that's the father in his life right now. He is taking up that mantle to teach him certain things. So I believe that they should get that respect. Now, if that father isn't doing 
anything. I literally mean anything. Man, he ain't no problem. And that, but that's a that's subjective because a lot of times women are single because of their mm-hmm. relationship didn't work out, and that's that's the problem I have, you know, uh, because. I just got to go off of what I've seen with my own two eyes in the last 10 years. As far as associates, close friends, relatives, so on and so forth, not one of them are deadbeat dads. But yet I'm still hearing from multiple women that most black men are deadbeat dads. Now, it's, it's, a, it's, it's kind of a messed up issue that the fact that a lot of real fathers matter of fact I'm going to take that back because it'll dismiss the fact that my stepfather was in my life I was a stepfather so I don't want to to, to dismiss that and, and use the word real but biological fathers don't get equal praise as stepfathers do it's like you have to do some type of sacrifice or something to be recognized and, and I think that's the problem in our community man and uh you know, it sucks. It, it's horrible. I went through it myself. I've been discredited as a father and a stepfather uh, from from several people. And I didn't even know I was being discredited for, for no fucking reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was doing what I was supposed to do. And then things that I couldn't do, I just couldn't do. But a lot of times, it's always tied into a bad relationship. And I think that sucks. But I want to say this before I finish. The biggest problem. Is a fact that I, I believe it was Census Bureau that, that uh, reported this. The number that I do remember was 78% of black households. I don't remember exactly if it was all black households as far as like uh, mothers and fathers, but I do believe a high percentage of that was, uh, was, was women. So you have a lot of women, single mothers, raising kids. And, and another thing that we got to look at on top of that, in the black community, Young women and single women hear more. This way, hear more from people. You're the only one that ain't got no kids. When are you gonna have some kids? Or you're about mm. to be you're about to be 35 years old and you still ain't got no kids yet. When are you gonna give me some grandbabies? So on and so forth. You hear that more than you hear. <coughs> when are you gonna find a man? You need to find the right guy. When are you gonna get married? So on and so forth. Right. You hear the first part more than anything. So you got a lot of women out here looking for baby fathers and not even looking at the quality of their man. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of those relationships don't turn out right because they're looked they're sought out after the wrong reasons. You're thinking about having a kid before you're even thinking about being settled down and married. And that's the problem in our community, right then and there. So a lot of these guys get into fatherhood, most of them didn't even want to. But True. you wanted to be a mom. Yeah. So it, it I'm not saying it's Small. an excuse for a man to not be there, but it happens. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you got it. You got it. Oh, cool. So it's definitely difficult to where I could only I can only imagine because because I'm not in a situation where. You coming in as as the biological father and you trying to put forth that I'm giving you 110%. I'm giving you everything. If you ask me for it, I'm giving you that. And then for somebody else to step into that place and then 
they don't even give 100. They just get 50% because at a certain point, I just know me. It would be relatively hard for me to accept another man's child. Like, hey, that's, that's such a so kid. I'm going to have reservations once I have mine. But like, that's my kid. But true. And I commend you for being able to be like, no, no, no. These are my kids. Like all these, you got a different dad, don't matter. They under my roof, they under my, they my responsibility. So I got to commend that. And I think that's what ends up happening. The community takes away from the fact, because think about it this way. If you call, if somebody calls you and be like, your daughter was sick, you going to run. If somebody calls you and says your stepdaughter is sick, you, you going to run. Period. Because you set their responsibility. Whereas if I call somebody and they tell me, hey, your daughter's sick, I'm going to run. Period. But my boss is going to be like, well, where's, your, where's your wife? He's going to ask me questions about mine that a stepfather not going to get them type of, you going, okay, you set the responsibility, you're trying to step it up, go go. They're going to make it easier for you. They make it easier for stepfathers to do stuff. Like, if I show up and I'm asking questions about, okay, so it's, what, what happened to my baby jacket? It's, it's the daycare over there. I'm like, what happened to my baby jacket? I brought her in here with this jacket and it's gone. Where is it at? Well, Mr. Hunter, you need to... No, no, no. I don't need to nothing. I paid for the jacket. I just want you to go get the, go get the jacket. Like, figure that figure that yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? But I'm being irate. I'm being... No, no. It's my baby jacket. I just want that. Now, if I had been a stepfather, they would have been like, hey... First of all, I feel like they would have addressed me with it from the beginning. Like, yeah. hey, Mr. Hunter, we got that jacket. It's just over here. We're we going to go get it for you. Just let me know. But I'm like, because I'm here, you think I'm... You don't respect me as a person who, this is my responsibility. I've already accepted it. I don't need nobody else to step in and take this place. I already did it. Exactly. Yeah, me. whatever they need, I'm doing I'm here. I can I'm tell there. you what I hear. Oh, I'm. Because, you know, my stepkids are mixed with Hispanic and, and, uh, and white. So it's obvious that I'm a stepfather. So my, 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 I'm, I'm seeing with them. They're like, what? What's going on? Are, are these my kids? Oh, you're a stepfather. Wow. You get this, 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 yeah. this, 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 wow. Oh, my, you're such a good, get all of that. With my daughter, oh, you're so cute. Oh, my gosh, she looks like you. Yeah. Gone. 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 Mm-hmm. It's no, like, no, it's not the same energy. And, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's, I, I, I man, I sympathize. You know what I mean? It's a guy I know who's going through this. I ain't going to say his name, uh, but he's he been trying to see his daughter for over 13 years. Ain't oh, even man. saw her. Saw her. He posted the conversation, you know, because on Skype or whatever, of the custody hearing about child support or whatever. And he's like, man, I've been paying child support. Like, what can I, you know, I'm paying child support. Can I see my daughter? Can so I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Is this, and then y'all trying to raise my child support. Can I at least see my child? And the mother's response was, she don't need to see you. She has a daddy. And that is some janky, messed up stuff that I don't understand. And, like, I don't understand why the court would do that. But the court does father's wrong. They they literally said because of COVID, they can't do nothing about it. What does 
Thanks. This is what we're saying, bro. All like, my life. Because I show y'all the link when we're done. Because <laughs> I could tell you like this. Going through this with my brother. My brother loves his son, but my brother has not been able to see his son or anything because she decided, hey, I won't be a single mother. We're a package deal. And that was because my brother got into a relationship with someone else. There was no drama, no issue until he got into another relationship. Then all of a sudden it got to the point where it's like, oh, well, I don't want this person around my child and things like that. And that's what really messed me up with it because I wanted to hurt the woman too, but it was like, well, it's best for us to leave it alone before we all end up in jail. Because of the fact that my, there are fathers that really want to be in their child's life. But I'm not saying all women are like this, or I'm not saying majority, but there are women out here that are truly, I don't know if it's bitter or just trying to make sure they mess like with that. you. Yeah, it's a weakness. Yeah. It's a weakness that you have. And every time a man shows that weakness, they get attacked, especially a black man. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me that, you know, a black man, just his walk alone is a powerful state. It's power. Just, just by the way he carries himself. Yeah. So when that, that weakness is, yeah. is shown, it's, yeah. that's attacking. I got to get Because the whole thing about it is, you got to think about the psyche of a black man. Like, not you. You don't have to think about it because you're a black man. But think about this. Systematically, since the dawn of America, their primary focus for black people has been oppression. In some way, shape, form, or fashion. You walk out the door, you put your application in, it's the last one looked at. You go out, and you're trying to kick with your friends, you always seen this hoodlum thugs. Like the a Central Park Exonerated Five, you seen this wild, and you seen this. Everybody has this negative perception of you. True. And you able as a black man to stand up to all that, push all it out the way, and still operate the way that you do. You still carry yourself with pride. You still carry yourself. And hold your moral codes and all that. Even when the world seems against you. Not even seems. That's, I'm not, I'm not going to be gray on this. When the world is against you. You still found a way to be as strong as you are. So it's no wonder that the second they see a chink in the armor. They exploit the fuck out of it. Exactly. The second that, that you true. get the opportunity to make me look bad, you do everything. And it's across the board. I ain't even gonna say it's just white people. Black women, white women, white men. What everybody seems to be a fucking against you. Exactly. And you still gotta come in, smile, put mm. your head down, and make this shit work. And think think about this, man. This this what uh I had made a post about uh Sierra and Russell Wilson's uh re relationship. And I've really been elaborating on it too much. And I'm not going to now because it's 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 not enough time. Uh, because I, I don't want to miss nothing. But what I will say is this. I want everybody on my fucking post who got on there said negative shit about me, even though I even posted that I'm a stepfather. I had a stepfather. My biological father wasn't in my life. 
So ain't nothing, ain't shit about what I'm saying is from a biased, bitter, jealous standpoint at all. My stepkids love the shit out of me. I'm the only thing that they know is that, okay? Their mom is engaged to somebody, okay? And they still respect me. They, they, I, I, they don't call nobody else that. They can't because I do too much for them. I'm too much of a presence in their life for them to even have that room. And I know that sometimes nowadays it's perceived as as weak if I don't accept, uh, if I don't, I'm not okay with my kid calling somebody else dad. Oh, they're kids. They don't know any better or whatever. Nah, nigga, you didn't, you didn't change no fucking diapers. You wasn't there in that operation room. You wasn't there when my stepdaughter was a year old, sick, and, and need to learn how to walk because her right leg was crooked. You wasn't there cleaning up, throw up, so on and so forth. You're not finna discredit what I do just because you're in a relationship with the mother of my child. It don't change that way. But they want us to be quiet. They want us to shut up and he not have any rules. And follow follow everybody's rules. And we can't have any type of, uh, of demands when it comes to our child. Because to, to me, if you look at it like this, if I had these same rules in place before this other person came in the picture, then why is it me being called jealous when I'm implementing those same rules? Huh. It, it doesn't make sense. And, 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 and everybody that has something to say, I want, I want y'all to look at this. Remember when Tyrese was crying mm -hmm. about, his his daughter. about his daughter his biological daughter everybody made fun of him everybody mm -hmm. clowned this man okay even made a song about yeah, it exactly yeah. but nobody said nothing about him winning custody of his daughter not even a week or two later nobody said a word he won custody of his daughter how come he's not getting the same recognition as a father as Russell Wilson is not saying Russell Wilson a bad dude. He is a dime a dozen. I mean, not a dime a dozen. He's a one in a million man. And I, I got to tell you, a millionaire who waited to, to have sex uh, uh, until they was married or whatever, regardless of my point of view on how he handled the situation, I only say that because he was a stepfather before he was an actual father. We all make mistakes. I made them as a stepfather. Cause so so to criticize somebody is not me saying that they're a bad person or me being jealous of any kind of way. Russell Wilson is a great quarterback. I don't like him as a quarterback because I, I root against him all the time, but I still think he's a great quarterback. He he has a great living, great example for, for uh for his kids. Not just demeaning him in no no way, shape, form or fashion. But it ain't been no rumors about Tyrese. I ain't heard about him being in and out of jail. No. I ain't heard mm -hmm. nothing negative about it. I ain't heard about him sleeping with multiple women like yeah. a lot of these. Why can't he get the same recognition? That That's my only fucking question. And and that's it. That's all I'm saying. It, it ain't about demeaning somebody. I was a stepfather. I was a biological father to, to my daughter. Okay? And I'm telling you what I've seen with my own two eyes. And it's sickening. As black men do not get the fucking credit that they deserve. And, and it is always tied to a bad relationship. And then, and then you can't even say nothing because a lot of women who handle this situation in the right way, and they look at the Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra situation, they get blended in with the bitter women, and they all have the same point of view. So we really not we can't talk to anybody with yeah. a with a with a with a correct dialogue. They all in attack mode. Right. It's not even listening. Yeah. Okay, so why do you feel like y'all not getting credit? No, nobody asked that in the whole comment section. It was, well, you stupid if you feel this way. Well, you dumb if you did. Okay, so I'm a father and me having a problem with something. There's something wrong with me. Okay. 
I got it. <laughs> See, but even with that, I just look at it as it's me. I don't give a damn what anybody else says nowadays because if you listen to what everybody else says, you're going to have issues because somebody has some negative thing. It's like we want to see the worst right. instead of the best out of someone. I want to see you be the best father you could be, not just, oh, he was a sperm donor. No, I want you to be there for your child. But I believe there are men there for their child, but nobody ever hears that. Like, if you look at a Father's Day and Mother's Day, it's a completely different dynamic. Mother's Day, you hear about it up and down everywhere. Everybody's bragging on mom. And I'm not saying mom's not a great person, but if you have a father in your life, if you have a strong father in your life, yeah, what's the issue? Oh, well, like, no. Like, I get my mom respect and I get my father respect. I got my work ethic from my father because my father worked. Bottom line, those certain things, yes, I wish he would have done better. And we've talked about those things. Father, son, and I respect my father. Now, was he a little crazy? Yes. But, he you know, did. all black fathers back in the day, you know, if you got a black father in the Trump. 50s to uh, and later, yeah, you kind of... Yeah, my stepfather. <laughs> like, uh... Yeah. Man, you father, you want father, or something? father was a little, little off. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just... It's just how it was. It's just that... Tr- what I will say is as off as my father may have been or may have been perceived, mm-hmm. I can't take nothing from him. Yeah. I can't. Because... Even your father helped me. Day in, day out, no matter what the issue was, no matter... He was there. It could yep. be something that he felt like was minuscule, pointless, and remedial. Like he gonna show up, he gonna help out. It's been a many times where when I had to hide, I would be fucking broke down the side of the highway, all the way in Denton. I got people literally up the street, and I'm hitting them. And they can't do nothing. That man, a hop up. It could be. It don't matter what time. Time mm-hmm. is not a factor for my father, period. It don't matter what time, it don't matter where you at. If I'm 32 right now, if I call my dad and I said, Pop, I need $10 because of whatever reason, I just need something to eat. He will get up from wherever he is, bring me $10. And he can cash at it. But he going to personally bring it because he Pop. And you can't. Oh, I gotta say, I was, man, my mom and dad were together for we're around gonna, 20. Uh, we're gonna, after this point, we're gonna wrap, get our final thoughts. Okay. My mom and dad were together around 25 years. They split up. But even to this day, my dad's always been a part of my life. Yeah, he hasn't been everything that you think a father should be, but he's been the best father he could be. And one thing that a lot of people don't understand, there's different versions of fathers. But that father that is going to love you, be in your life, and take care of you. Like, if I call my dad right now and say, hey, Pop, I got an issue. Okay, you know what? Let's figure out. Do I got to come up there and solve the issue? Because if it's any drama, he's definitely coming. Now, anything else, he's still going to be there. And that's why I think most fathers 
were all real fathers. And when I mean real, I mean as someone being in their child's life are willing and able to do for their child. That's good. All right, let's get final thoughts. My final thoughts are on being a father. Hey, if nobody else tells you, I'm proud of you as a black father, as any father, not just a black father, but especially black fathers. I'm proud of you for what you do for your children. If nobody else tells you. And you know what? I ain't going to go there. That, uh, that uh, be my final thought. <laughs> cool, man. Because the other two topics aren't really, I mean, don't get me wrong, I respect them, but those were jokes. Like, we gotta have fun. I'm gonna stick to the serious one. If you a black, if you a black father out there, and you don't feel like you're getting love you deserve, it's okay to be both. I'm tired of the narrative of you gotta be strong but silent. Fuck that shit. Everybody wants you to to do, say. Everybody got their opinion about you. Everybody got everybody got a million things they gonna tell you that you are. I feel like it's time for us as black men to explain to the world, regardless of your perception of me, this is my reality. That same dude that you've been trying to hold back and push down. And only use when you feel like it's it's beneficial to you. I'm a man with a mind. I'm a man who respects his code, his ethics, his morals. I'm a man who's a strong father. I'm a man who I'm a man who does things that if you were put in my position, you could never motherfucking do. Period. I put that on anybody anywhere. If you ain't me as a black man. Dealing with the shit that I deal with on a daily motherfucking basis. You can't tell me shit about who the fuck I am. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, well, I guess I'll... <clears throat> My final thoughts is this. I'm going to speak directly to the, to the women who commented on uh, the post I made. Basically attacking me saying that Oh, you some bitter dude who's worried about Sierra living her life. Nobody ever said Sierra uh, had a, I had a problem with anything she did, anything she said or whatever. My whole point was she's not innocent. You got to think about it. She had just called off an engagement, just had her first child. So she, she was a single mother around this time, okay? Just had a breakup publicly, okay, publicly. Everybody knew about this. That, that right there alone would put any woman, any man that deal with that in a, in a bad mind state. They, they was together for a long time, okay? You got to understand, she was hurt. Just like we all have been in, in bad breakups, especially engagement. So we know that it was serious. Yeah. That's the point there, okay? And not, not to mention, I'm not advocating for future. I'm not a fan of future. I want to publicly say that. I listen to a few of his hits. I like it. I, I, I like him as an artist, but I'm not a fan. But, you know, I felt I felt the situation needed speaking. I wasn't speaking for Future, but this is what I'm trying to say. We know what type of dude Future is uh, out there with his uh, relations with women. I'm good, love, and joy. You know, it's a very popular statement. You know, he 
was out there. You know, a lot of women that deal with dudes like this who don't give a fuck. Hmm. So you think Sierra wasn't in a, a mind state of hurt? First picture that she posted with, with Russell Wilson, Future didn't say anything. The child wasn't involved. He didn't say a damn thing. He's, uh, the second picture she posted of Russell Wilson pushing her son in a stroller. Future said something. So the next picture Sierra posted was Russell Wilson uh, kissing his son, kissing Future's son with, with his uh, arm sleeve on with the number three on it. Tell me that that's some type of petty act. That's not saying she's wrong because she was hurt. We all have done those type of things. There's nothing. We all have been in that place. Mm -hmm. My whole thing is this. The reason why I say it could have been done better. Nipsey Hussle got with Lauren London, who everybody knows is Lil Wayne's baby mother. My question to everybody watching, how many pictures of Nipsey Hussle with Lil Wayne's child has been publicized? Have you seen any? I ain't never seen it. Have you seen I any? really forgot that Laura London was Lil Wayne's baby mother. Exactly. Not saying that that's how Future and all of them should have resonated with anything. Mm -hmm. But my thing is this, and I'm going to leave it at that. If I was in Russell Wilson's shoes, I would have publicly told Future, I'm not trying to take their place. I love your son. And I would like for us to have a sit down so we could squash this. Because us getting along is what's best for this kid. Not me giving college funds to your kids and you're worth over 40 fucking million dollars. Petty shit. Why couldn't that be publicly said? Why couldn't it be us as men sit down and talk? Sierra ain't got nothing to do with this at this point. I'm the man of my household. I need to talk to you, bro. I love your son. I don't want nothing but the best for him. That's it. Russell could have done that. Any stepfather in this world that, that has an a, a, a honorable relationship with that child's father has done something of that sort. And that's all I'm saying that should have been fucking done. So I'm done talking about the shit. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for showing up. This has been another episode of Something for the People. This is B Hunt, a.k.a. The Silent Prophet. This is Jeremy, a.k.a. Big Country. Damien. Follow me on Instagram, be great to one folk. It's nice talking to y'all. I'm going to have to post that. I'm going to just start sticking it on. <laughs> we it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>